with a guy named Chachi Molly. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, it's Bienvenidos, welcome, and thank you for joining us for Season 1, Episode 7 of the Pana Familia Podcast with Eduardo and Nicole, where we discuss our experience relocating to and raising our three young children here in Panama, share our journey of building our new farm and home here in Central America, and let you know what we're learning along the way. We're glad you're here. Vaminos! talking today about kids kids and in honor of that we have one of our kids out here playing nearby while we're recording while while we're recording he was napping but he woke up this is what kids do to you they just kind of fry your brain (laughs) so you can't speak so you can't speak so we might sound a little drunk for this podcast uh cosmo also was our dog who is like a fourth child was like going crazy all night last night because there was a lot of thunder and lightning and she hates it and so she was barking and freaking out and kept us awake until like 1 a.m so that was really annoying um but yeah we're talking about um relocating with kids and then specifically raising them here in panama one of the main reasons for the timing of our move was which we kind of have mentioned before was the fact that our kids are still young our oldest is seven and then we have a three-year-old and a one and a half year old yeah and we we thought it would be wise to make a big move like this before our kids um were older and more established in uh friend groups and activities sports um, church things, uh, school things, if they went to school, um, it would be a lot tougher, I feel like, to pull them away from that and have them learn a new language and culture and all that when they were older versus now when, like, most of their life still kind of revolves around their family and home and and us, right? Yeah, and you can't see it with our kids directly. Uh, we feel like our oldest... Uh, is having probably the hardest time uh, transitioning to here just because, you know, he wasn't, he was the most established out of the three. Um, So we felt like if we went away any longer, it probably would have been pretty hard to do um, for him because it's, you know, we can definitely see it with him. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he's, he's being, he has a really good attitude and he's trying, he's going to school, but, you know, you can definitely see there is some, uh, uh, trials for him. Mm. It's, moving is hard enough, even when you're moving from one school to another for a kid, or you know, town to town and uh, country to country. It's just that times a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when the uh, 
the other country you're going to is a different uh, language. Yeah, first off, um, anyone who's traveled with kids knows it's obviously hard. Um, and then when you're moving your entire life and you have a large amount of luggage and packages and stuff, it adds, you know, to the to the complication a bit. Um, we also brought our dog with us and we decided pretty early on that we didn't want to have someone dropping us off at the airport because because we were basically leaving everyone and everything we knew behind. Um, it was a very emotional like few weeks, the last weeks before we left when we were saying goodbye to everyone and we didn't want to say any final goodbyes like at the airport. So we decided not to have any help, which made it very difficult. So I would recommend if you're doing this to bring along either a hired person or, you know, one or two people to help you with the, the unloading of the luggage out of the car. Oh my goodness. Um, it was like just us between like unloading everything at the airport. And then one of us had to go take the rental car back. And the other one had to transfer everything from the sidewalk to inside the airport with, you know, the kids there and making sure nobody gets kidnapped. And, uh, the kids were great and flexible. It's just, you know, it's just like, you can only do so much as two humans. So yeah, two adults. Yeah. 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 But I mean, there was uh, moments like Jude, our seven-year-old, was very as helpful as he can be. Yeah. Uh, which you know, I feel like he saw a moment to step up, and he was helping <laughs> me move luggage, a little bit luggage that he could move because it was all pretty heavy. <laughs> but it was, you know, it wasn't easy, and <laughs> it was uh, wild. It was, a, it was in in a very busy airport, a, yeah, Los Angeles. It was just crazy. We there flew out of day. LAX, and it was just uh, it was it was Fourth of July, so it was packed to the brim uh and uh yeah we just did the best we could um with the situation it was it was not easy i i joke with nicole that uh i blocked that part of my life out because it was probably one of the most stressful <laughs> environments i was ever in <laughs> and then once we got to panama we had hired a a driver which is um a friend of mine and when we like we always say like when we got there and saw him at the airport pull up with this big white van we both just took this huge sigh of relief and we we're like oh help help is here yeah. and you know he helped load everything up onto yeah. all of our totes and luggage up onto his big van and um just having one more adult there yeah that's a huge deal. I kept telling, like, we just got to make it an Oscar. We got to make it an Oscar. <laughs> One more note about traveling is make sure you check the, like, passport requirements for everyone. You know, the more people you have in your trip, the more passports you have, and all the expiration dates are different. But most countries, you need to have a passport that's valid for at least six months. Um, and that's where we got into trouble when we came here to visit was our son. One of our sons was only valid for three months or a month or something after so yeah just make sure you check all that stuff out before you go and don't end up at the airport with all your luggage and then you can't go on your on your trip let's see moving on into yeah more stuff about i guess transitioning here with kids yeah um here <laughs> it just kind of depends whether you live in a small town or a uh, a big city but um the bigger cities are going to have a lot more uh, after-school activities just because of the uh, 
size of the city. There's mm-hmm. just so much to do in the city's resources. Resources, and, yeah. um, and I mean, in the city, you you can basically play any sport as a kid. Um, there's tons of schools, uh, tons of private schools. Um, but when you get to the smaller towns, um, which what we live in, um, it's not like bare minimum minimum resources but there's still plenty of resources to go around here with the school and like you just won't have as many like extracurricular activities mm-hmm. instead of uh having 10 sports to pick from you might only have like two sports and like a band practice mm-hmm. when you go through the center town there's always kids playing in the plaza or the, there's a lot of playgrounds and it's pretty easy to like connect with other uh parents parents yeah. and kids a lot of playgrounds sometimes yeah. have like multiple three play- or four different yeah. like very nice big yeah. playgrounds it's kind of one of the reasons why we picked the town we we're in because there was a spot that we looked at and it's like oh there's no one out here for an hour yeah um but like if you live in a little town there's it's pretty easy to get connected to the community mm-hmm. um just kind of go hang out you know yeah. at a playground or at one of the local restaurants or walk around town you'll just see people families riding their bikes and if you do go to the playground regularly, you can see the same families and kind of just chit chat and get to know them, which is always an easy way to get to know people. You know, use your kids as, as bait. As bait to meet other people. <laughs> the schooling is uh, different here. Um, the classes the are public sh- school. The public school, yeah. the classes are shorter. Uh, they're from seven thirty to twelve, instead of until two thirty three o'clock in the United States. Um, it's pretty they do the best with what they can do um you know there's only so many resources to go around mm-hmm. uh for government funded uh programs so um but you know we viewed it as a good way to have our our oldest son learn spanish and kind of get you know connected with the uh culture here and meet new people and uh, meet new kids and uh, mm-hmm. uh so far we've had a pretty uh positive experience you know it's yeah we're not there for the education per se as much as we are for like eddie said like friends culture language um him getting out of the house yeah him getting out of the house um and you know we've been able to meet parents that way um you know when you do the school drop off and stuff just like at any school you chit chat with the parents and you know it's just any way that we can get connected with more people in the community is a, a plus for us right yeah now. anyway for our yeah. kids to get connected with other kids i mean teachers are underpaid in the united states uh, so you can imagine what they're paid here yeah, yeah. so like they're just doing with, with the best with what they got and they do it they, they they do the best they can there are there are fancier bilingual schools and private schools um in david all all the big Panama cities city um so if you are looking for that um that's definitely an option here you just have to you know adjust where you're living based on what you want for that another thing we wanted to talk about is um like things that kids need especially younger kids diapers wipes um kids supplies you know uh, school supplies um strollers and play pens and all that kind of stuff like you can find all that stuff here uh, most of the time you'll be able to find diapers wipes baby stuff i've even seen like formula um in the small little um super centros here in town and then again kind of like with everything else if you want different brands more variety um more options then just head to the closest large city and there's stores like arocha which is 
kind of like a it reminds me of like a target slash macy's almost it's like a big department store they call it a pharmacy they call it a pharmacy yeah which is weird yeah but uh there's like everything there's tvs there's toys there's makeup a huge kids section kitchenware all that kind of stuff so you can find um we'll go there if we need um pull-ups diapers wipes like like the ones the brands you know that um i like a little more so you don't have to worry about that stuff here Uh, another one is food for kids Um, we don't do lots of random snacks and you know fruit roll-ups and goldfish and stuff like that um so you can't find them yeah but they have their own version of all sorts of snacks and treats there's a lot of sweets and sugars here which is you know not great but i mean our kids just usually eat you know we all just eat the same thing here so we just cook what we cook and uh but yeah it's not uh, hard to find that kind of that kind of snack life here either if that's what you're looking for <laughs> yeah there's a lot of a lot of sweets a lot of sweets you'll see the kids after high school they all go to this little um panaderia and get like a, a pastry and a soda uh yeah there's uh and david has a nice basketball league um i haven't uh taken him to it just because it's a little farther away from us but i i was gonna do that for a while but also like there's just basketball courts in every town so shooting around is fine there's soccer fields in every town if you want to play soccer there's tons of sports complexes to play to play whatever your kid wants to do um i've heard that near uh volcan which is oh careful genie which is up towards the mountains towards uh boquete um up there there's a a group of families there that are have relocated from uh, i'm not sure all over the world but they kind of have like a homeschool co-op there and i'm sure there is pan there's panamanian families and in, involved in that too um so i think a lot of families that come here do homeschool um, if they don't find a private school i have learned a lot from two well mainly one facebook page called i go panama and then there's another one called international families in panama and they have a lot of information and resources and there's people of all different ages on there talking about uh what they're doing with their families so if that's something you're interested in you can join one of those groups so the transition with our kids was i mean there was definitely like a two to three week period where it was you know rough they're getting used to sleeping in a new house they're getting used to being in a completely new living arrangement um we had missed a lot of sleep for a few days then we're getting used to like okay where are we getting our groceries what are we eating like all that kind of stuff um i would say about three weeks in maybe a month is when we finally started to feel a little more settled and i feel like the kids you know they were sleeping better again and we kind of had a new like a new little family routine and then once jude started school that changed a little bit but um you know and we're still like things are going to be changing we're probably going to be moving again soon and then we're going to be building a house so it's not like we're in some peaceful blissful uh zone where things aren't going to change again but i would say about a month in is what it took to kind of be like all right this is this is what we're doing now and um this is just how how life is now i guess um the things that we like to do here with our kids um since we don't have a ton of we do have a nice size yard but 
it's just a lot of it like we can't see them and you know again they're younger so they do always have to have supervision um and there's a lot more uh critters here that we just don't oh yeah uh we just want to keep our eyes on them. Snakes, snakes specifically. Snakes specifically. <laughs> yeah, so um, we like to take them to the beach. Um, obviously, uh, because the beach is so close, we're really taking advantage of it. But they can just kind of go crazy there and get all sandy and dirty. And the boys, the two older ones, boogie board now. And Eddie surfs there. And Gene just digs around. And, you know, kids love getting dirty. So that's great. Yeah. And they, if we're going to live by the beach, they need to learn how to watch the waves yeah. and be safe in the water yeah, and everything. I'm pretty good. At, we're pretty good about like telling them how to, you know, how to respect the ocean. Uh, we let them play outside in water a lot. I mean, it's always hot here, so water play is always like an option. We go swimming and we take walks and we go to the park and shoot hoops. And a lot of this too is because we have extra free time right now, mm -hmm. um, which is you know going to change once we start building and we have animals again in our farm to tend to and so that'll be more incorporated into our life but for now this is what we're doing um yeah we go on our adventures and take drives and we're learning about new plants and trees and new bugs and we're learning about snakes uh there's a lot of places that you can visit that are pretty kid friendly you know there's a lot of places where you can just oh you pull up to the this waterfall and there's a swimming hole right here or mm -hmm. You know, you can drive to this beach or that, you know, there's just a lot of uh, kid-friendly stuff around the country that you can do. Yeah, just um, easy stuff. Where you're not going to, like, yeah. have to hike two hours up a mountain with kids to make sure you get to the swimming hole. Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, accessible mm -hmm. um, that makes it easy to uh, explore. And, um, yeah, we're just doing a lot of that stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, and they're asking a lot of questions when we're on the main highway. They say, like, okay, what town are we in now? What town are we in now? What town are we in now? And so, you know, we we talk about that, and now they're learning all the towns around us and how to say that. And we talk about um, the indigenous people, and then we talk about the people that ancestors came over here from Europe. And all of that is, like, you know, just learning and... Um, exciting to them and it it also like invites us to to research more if we don't know the question if we don't know the answer we talk about panama's history and culture um we've bought spanish books as they're learning spanish so they can learn about you know new spanish words and animals in spanish so i mean it's fun they they're absorbing all of it so much and and it's really cool to see them you know get interested in it and not just be like um, you know, here, just put on a TV for you or go, um, go play a video game or something. Yeah. They're learning just as much as we are. Yeah. Um, they're really absorbing, especially our seven year old, since he is older and smarter, he's really observing and asking questions and just curious, uh, about how everything works here. Uh, the last thing we wanted to kind of talk about is just all the kind of grown up adult stuff that we have to do. Um, and since we don't have family nearby or a trusted babysitter yet we have to take them with us every time we go so for you know notary meetings and document signing and immigration and grocery shopping and everything it's, it's a all, whole squad yeah whole it's a whole family ordeal yeah so um makes it a little bit more complicated but <laughs> yes. it, everything still gets done takes a lot longer sometimes but they're, I mean, they're doing great, you know, for the most part. They're being flexible. They're being patient. Um, they're, it's, I think it's, it's become like a, 
an important part of our transition and a way that's helping them transition is they're a part of these processes too. We're not going and doing all this stuff and then coming home and being like, guess what? We signed this for the property or guess what? Like we signed that or we met with this important person. Like they're there too and they're seeing what's happening. Yeah, I mean, they know more about an immigration process than I did until I was like 37 years old (laughs) as a three-year-old. Yeah, we don't want them to feel like we're just dragging them along for this. Like they're part of our family and they're part of our team and they're part of this process too. So I think it has been really vital for them to just be involved in it. As we're talking about our ideas for our new house and our new farm, um, you know, Jude always has his ideas about doing this with the water or digging this hole or planting this, or he talks about his, (laughs) his garden. He's going to have electric wire around like a Jurassic park enclosure or something. He wants a piranha. (laughs) Yeah. He wants a piranha pond. (laughs) Are you old genius child? (laughs) So, yeah, so we'll we'll have those kind of conversations as a family and talk about all the ideas we have. And it just keeps us all involved together in it and making making decisions together. And honestly, like like kids have good ideas. A lot of times I think like we need to learn to listen more to that because Jude has said some stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. We'll, you know, write that down in our idea book. Being here, Eduardo has had so much more time with them because he's not working his regular job that he was right now and that's been really beautiful to see and i think i'm not going to speak for him but i'm assuming he's loved being around his kids more and seeing them all throughout the day and not just when he's tired after work a lot of days yeah yeah every single day that's been a big adjustment for me i was gone basically every morning uh but yeah it was a big adjustment for me and a big adjustment for them but we've you know we've enjoyed it a lot um We've had moments of uh, calmness, and then there's moments where, like, they're probably tired of me. Uh, but it's, it's been fun uh, to be around and learn. Uh-oh. Oh, this is what they do at this time. This is, this is what they do at this time. Yeah. And it's been nice to have two of us here all morning um, instead of, you know, mostly just me running the show. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about kids and bringing them here and... Um, it's not easy but it's totally worth it and you know everything in life is going to be challenging anything worthwhile is going to be challenging and we're glad we did this and we're excited to see them grow up here and continue to learn about this new culture Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time on the Pana Familia podcast.